With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Calgary Flames have won the Stanley Cup. We're the winners. We're the winners. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. I score. You can put it in the wind column. The Flames are Western Conference champions. What's up, Flames fans? Welcome to episode 29 of Blasty's Corner. Uh, well, it it had to end. It had to end sometime, I suppose. We weren't going to win the rest of the season, were we, Chris? No. Sad. No, we, we imploded in spectacular fashion. I'd like to think that we just supernovaed because um, that you know fits in with the the flames theme i suppose but uh yeah <laughs> they they did not look good in vancouver i think they must have they maybe they're hung over what the i don't know just uh refs were too apparently but uh, yeah missed, uh, most of the game but i'm calling real soft calls uh i think we had like five or four penalties before i mean vancouver I, I, got their first and the third or something I saw some of the penalties. I'm like, those are penalties. But I think it was, I think the thing that was getting most of uh, the fans was the missed calls the other way. Like, yeah. We were getting called for everything, and Vancouver was getting called for nothing. Literally nothing. And I think we were getting penalty minutes when we were getting high sticked. I think that was a thing I was reading. I don't know. I, uh, it is what it is. They didn't deserve, like, the refs aren't the reason we lost the game no. yesterday. So, no. <clears throat> But it's nice to complain about them because we all hate refs. <laughs> and they've been bad this year, to be fair. They have been, yes. They have been. But, you know, we that doesn't, that shouldn't change the way we play. That shouldn't change the effort that we played with. And I mean, yeah, it, it, it no, I, I think, okay, <laughs> let me backtrack. It shouldn't change the way we play or the effort that we put in, but it does change the way we play because it affects the pace of the game. Oh, for sure. Right? Like you have to constantly have your penalty killers out there and then your penalty killers are Elias Lindholm, Michael Backlund. uh, Those are your top two centers. They're going out more often than, than not because they're, you know, obviously trying to kill those penalties. So, you know, their ice time goes up you're playing them less, you're playing more guys from the third and fourth line. So 
uh, that obviously has an effect on the overall pace of the game, uh, the overall, you know, skill level of the players that are out there more often, but it should balance out in the end, right? Yeah. And the, the balance is the thing that I think it also affects the players mentally too. And I know like it shouldn't, but they're human and, you know, they're playing the game and, and seeing all these penalties go against them. And then there's getting penalties drawn on them and they're not getting called. That affects you. That just skews your focus a little bit. And they're professionals. They don't get affected by that too much, but there is a limit. Like there's, they're human. So I think that might've hit them a little bit last night too, because um, all these penalties are going against them. They only had one penalty call for, and the game was already over. It was really irrelevant. Um, <laughs> to, to <have> call <laughs> at that point, like you, you know what I mean, like it's yeah. nothing at that point or whatever it was, five, five, nothing. So, yeah, it's it's tough. It's it's tough, and it got to them yesterday. Hopefully, they can uh, try to learn from it. But uh, sometimes you, you go through that and as a pro and have those games. And I'm kind of glad it was the first game. The game we lose to break the streak was a blowout because now they're going to be pissed and maybe yeah. can. Uh, come back with a better strategy for a better game for Minnesota. Yeah. What I wouldn't give, what I wouldn't give to be a fly in the wall uh, in that dressing room <laughs> after that game last night. I mean, Daryl was pissed. He was not happy. And I mean, rightfully so I'm, I'm sure he, well, I don't know. I'm sure he laid into them. I hope he did as every fan of the Calgary Flames wanted to do last night. Hmm. You know, they, I, I'm sure he did what he needed to do, but still, I would have liked to see, uh, <laughs> I wouldn't want to be a player, but fly on the wall. That'd be fun to, to, you know, just, just get that experience. See what's, what's going on really on the inside. Um, but Maybe yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. It, it is better than, uh, you know, losing a heartbreaking, game like four to three or something um you know it's it's easier to for for that to for them to be motivated after a loss like a blowout because you know like you said they're pissed and they want to come back and come back strong yeah rip the band-aid off you know so yeah yeah and demko was amazing last night too yes uh he was the main reason they won, I would say, uh, he was stopping everything. He was gotten getting in front of everything. And, uh, yeah, we were able to spoil the shutout. So, you know, fuck you, Vancouver. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> why do you hate Vancouver? <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's, it's just, uh, I, I guess instinct from, I don't know, back in the, our cup runs. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Even though they're a good team, I mean they're they're enjoyable to watch. Like Quinn Hughes is a, a remarkable talent. Elias Pettersson's really good. JT Miller's really good. Um, Brock yeah, Besser is kind yeah. of falling off, but yeah, Demko's amazing. So yeah, they've got good talent. Um, they do for sure. They, I don't know when they're gonna blow up in terms of like become the next level, but I think they're well on their way for sure. Yeah, I mean they took a step back when they let. Tanev and Markstrom come to us, I would say. Yeah, and they let was, go of Foley, yeah. even though he was doing so well there. Yeah. Um, shocker, shocker. Goaltending is important in yeah. the NHL. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, Demko's and, and, along, so. Yeah, Demko's, Demko's, they're like, it, it was smart for them to 
to uh, invest in Demco, I would say. I mean, yeah, because, you know, Markstrom was 30 at the time. Uh, he wanted a long-term deal, obviously. And they had Demco waiting, like he was ready to go. So yeah. I, I don't blame them for giving up on uh, or for letting Markstrom walk. But, you know, Tanev, they probably should have re-signed. Um, mm. You know, he was... Tanev is good. Yes. So good. And yeah, we're very lucky to have him. So it's it's actually kind of funny that we have now Toffoli, like we have the three Vancouver Canucks that I wanted uh, that free agency anyway. So <laughs> you it worked out it for us into existence, Grant. Yes, yes, manifest Good destiny, job. my friend. Manifest Good destiny. Job. Just want something hard enough. Um, the only downside to Mandrapani scoring is now he's like one or two off from the thirty. <laughs> So, he might hit 40. Hey, like he started scoring at home and uh, it's, yeah. He, I mean, I'm happy about it. Cause you know what? He's, I'm happy to, that we have that talent on the team, but oh, it's just going to suck coming. I don't know how we're going to afford it. Like we're, Brad is going to have to do some magical things this off season to yeah. get everyone signed. I, I don't know how he's going to do it, but probably have to trade Monahan. And or Backland. Yeah, I mean, if we could get out from under those contracts, that would be a win, I would say, for for us. Uh, even though we'd be obviously giving up our um, one of our better defensive centermen, but he is thirty two, um, and he signed for another two years after this one at five point three five. That's just too much. Yeah, there are better options out there. Yeah. Um, it, it's too much considering the the talent that we need to pay. Yeah, um, exactly. So like it's not that we don't want him, we'd love Backlund, but you know, Gaudreau is slowing down a little bit, but I, I imagine he'll be above ninety points, which you know he'll command around ten million and Kachak will probably be around that too, and you know, Shillington will be a decent raise, but maybe you can get a bridge contract for him. Um, similar to Manjapane, but Manjapane is going to need a huge raise if he's getting 40 goals. So huge. Um, yeah, we're I mean, we're in a tight spot, and we don't have. I think it estimated we have like 27 or what 30 million. Uh, cap, you know, for next year, I think to sign everyone, somewhere around there. So. Yeah, which isn't a lot. No. No, <laughs> not, not when you have a couple tanners to knock off, uh, <laughs> off of it. You know that space d- decreases quickly for sure. Yeah, yeah, it it definitely does. Um, so we'll well yeah we'll see what happens. Like you know maybe maybe those guys are willing to work out a team friendly deal. I mean, obviously with uh, Johnny and Kachuk. Um, you know, they, they want to win, you know, <laughs> money isn't the all important. I mean, that this is my opinion. They, they, they might have different, differing opinions, but you know, I love your wishful you, thinking, but yeah. Well, wouldn't you, shot. wouldn't you rather <laughs> have, <laughs> yeah, I guess, I don't know. Wouldn't you rather have, I guess you could have both if you walked, but potentially. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I, I feel like Johnny, I mean, Craig Conroy, this is from Craig Conroy's mouth, uh, assistant general manager 
couple days ago now said that he was confident that they would get something done. I believe they um, will with Johnny for sure. Yes. With Johnny. Yeah. Sorry. I, I should have mentioned with Johnny there. They're there. They believe that they can, they can get something done. He he's always, he's always expressed a, well, a likeness for Calgary. Like he, oh, yeah. he's never given anyone any doubt that he wasn't going to sign here and that mm-hmm. he wouldn't re-sign here. Like he's always said he's liked it. He's always said he's liked the city and liked playing here. So it's really just, you know, him being from uh, being such a family, family guy seems to love his family <laughs> a lot, yeah. um, which is, you know, it's good. Um, yeah. And wanting to play, you know, obviously being a fan of those teams over there around where he grew up. Um, there's always been speculation, but like from me, from my side of things, like he could have done that after college if he wanted to, like s- sincerely. He had yeah. the option to not sign here and he signed here. Then he re-signed here, and then he, you know, I think he's going to sign again. I have no reason to doubt what he's saying. Mm-hmm. Um, unless the money that they, you know, he could go test it, and, like, uh, if they're going to offer $12 million, I mean, maybe he signs there, but, like, then you're paying $12 million for Johnny Gaudreau, which he's a great player, but I don't know if he's worth – there's a line for him where I'm like, okay, that's maybe a bit too much. Yeah. Yeah. Does Connor McDavid make 13? That's what he's making. 12, 12.5, yeah. Yeah, 12 million. I, I don't think he's going to get 12, but I mean, even I mean, like 11. A lot. Like there's, there's a number like that's closer to... There's a limit to how much he can get paid because he is... He's not defensively a, a wizard here. No. <laughs> he's, he's been great this year because he's been, he's been playing better. on Lindholm's line, but I mean, he's very yeah. much the same. Play. Like he, he has limited impact defensively other than he can be sneaky and, and maybe turn a puck over once once in a while yeah and you know be present you know that's that's an improvement of where he was but he doesn't offer a lot there <laughs> he's very dynamic offensively um off the rush and he's getting better in the corners but like you know he he's missing elements you know that kind of gets you up further i think i think there's a limit yeah. and you know he's only had over 90 points once so yeah, yeah, exactly. It's ninety nine. He hasn't hit the hundred point mark yet, but um, yeah, I, I would try to look at you know uh, Drysaddle's contract eight and a half. Um, but he's at a steal even then. You know, he's cool. a yeah. lot better than eight and a half. I think Johnny's getting between nine and ten. Uh, my guess is nine and a half is what he'll sign for. Or yeah, in, in between nine and a half and ten is what yeah. he'll get. And I would happily sign him to that. Like, I would happily pay him. Me too. 100%. Me too. The only issue is, you know, we also have to give that contract to Matthew, hmm. uh, likely. But, I mean, he's fallen off lately, too. He hasn't really, you know, uh, Daryl's even said that Kachuk needs to get going, and he really hasn't been. I don't think he's been doing much. Um, Building up his stats now. Yeah. I think he had maybe a couple assists but he hasn't been scoring goals that i can remember uh he yeah, has so. no points in his last two games yeah uh, oh, but he was pretty on he was before, lighting it up yeah before yeah. that he was lighting it up <laughs> yeah yeah no so, i'm wrong i'm 100 percent wrong a, a, a small slump um but they've been few and far between like his longest yeah 
stretch of going pointless is three games back at the beginning of the season. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, I, I think he'll turn it around. And that was a tough game. And, you know, he, he probably doesn't like losing in Vancouver because uh, he likes to rub it in their faces that they passed on him, I think, a little bit. Yes. So. Yeah, I think so, too. Man, could you imagine if he went to Vancouver? Yeah, that'd be. I mean, who be would we have taken? We would have taken the defenseman, maybe, probably. Yeah. Kind of I mean, I'm happy he's on the team. Only, only you, you levy. Yeah, what a bust that was. Oof, tough, <laughs> tough, tough draft draft pick by Vancouver there with Kachuk yeah. on the board. In yeah. hindsight, 2020, of course, but. Of course. That's tough. Yeah. So, I mean, poor, my poor boy, Daniel Vladar last night. Yeah. Ouch. Just got thrown <laughs> to the wolves. I, I didn't like many of the goals he let in. Either. Well, I mean, what do you expect, man? Kevin in cold Except for the penalty with shot. Like, the penalty shot. Oh, even the penalty, though. Yeah. Even the power play goal. I mean, he yeah. came in cold. It yeah. was what four nothing at the time. Like if if Markstrom's skate hadn't freaking broken off his his yes for sure very tough like very tough situation to come come up. on don't blame How does him that at happen all. I don't blame him at all no. I, I I don't like the goal like they couldn't stop but I'm also I'm like I'm not like no he's not to blame it's just you know no in a better situation probably also why didn't Rasmus just like throw it away why did he have to cover it it's probably just instinct I guess uh. Instinct. He should have just. No, I don't it was know a why mistake. Just, it was a dumb yeah. mistake, and yeah. he's not going to be doing it again. You don't know. You know not to cover the pocket. Yeah, like I know that. <laughs> I don't know why you didn't just swat it away. Like I was expecting yeah. him to swat it away. Sure. And then, sure. yeah. All right, Daryl said. Daryl said himself. Um, defensive were borderline horrible last night. <laughs> so, yes, he doesn't use those words very often. Um, but yeah, they were not good. And Hannafin had another giveaway right up the slot. You know, for the I think that was fifth goal or fourth goal. I don't know. Yeah, it was the, the two on one where he was back checking, and then he had a chance to clear it, but he kind of cleared it into the center of the ice. Yeah, Vancouver, and it was both Horvat. Yeah, tough. Yeah, yeah, I think I remember that actually. It was. Uh... Man, it was just so bad. <laughs> he had some terrible, just awful giveaways. Mm-hmm. He's a, I don't want to make fun of him, but I, he just he gives me bonehead vibes sometimes. Like his decisions, sometimes I'm like, man, I don't. What was going through your brain there? I don't. I don't know. Anyway, still love him. Great defenseman, young defenseman. Yeah, I think he just, you know, he just, he needs to, he needs to keep growing. But at what, at what point are we like, okay, he's, you know, he needs to be. Well, there's that like, there's that line. I don't know who did a study or if it's even made up, but I read somewhere that 300 games is kind of your uh, cutoff or for you know, after 300 games in the NHL, that's kind of where you are and you don't get mm. much better, but I don't know if that's actually true or not, but that's what I heard. And he's, he's hit that a while ago. So, but I, don't know, I still have hope. I mean, he's still so young and he, he, the mistakes in his game can, 
go away or become fewer, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> trying to dig for anything positive for Noah Hannah. <laughs> but, um, you know who I blame the loss on, Grant? You know who I blame it on? Can you who guess? Do you blame it? Just who do you blame it on? Guess. guess. Give guess. Markstrom. No. Brett Ritchie, of oh. course. It's Brett Ritchie as well. Oh, of course. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> he wasn't even he was munching popcorn he was doing exactly what he should have been doing well he wasn't doing it correctly yeah that's probably yeah he was probably he was probably uh trying to throw it up and catch it in his mouth and then that <laughs> yeah, somehow just was just the distracting popcorn, the players the popcorn would would, would cascade down the fans uh, bouncing yep. off each head yep distracting their goalie so yeah that's right, exactly what happened yeah, so we'll blame uh, that. That's uh, we'll, we'll blame Brett Ritchie on that one, and the equipment manager for not being able to fix skates. Yeah, come on, man, it's your job. No, we shouldn't blame him no, for that. It, no, it, no, it's no, it's pretty well. tough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I gotta give Vancouver, incident. gotta give Vancouver some credit. Those first two goals, what an amazing, like two amazing. Oh shots. yeah, yeah, like, I'm yeah. Like, wow, those were. Wow. Yeah. Like, Marshall was set, ready for that one timer from Pedersen. Yeah. And even if it didn't, it hit off the stick, I think, just slightly to go in the top corner. But even if it yep. didn't, I think that was going perfectly top corner. And, and, and yeah, Miller's shot was just also amazing. Just there was nowhere else he could put it. So. Yeah. No, I, I think if the Pedersen goal, I think, would have gone a little wide or hit the post. Because it did, it did dip pretty. I think I'm pretty sure the last time it, I did, it did it did it did change directions off his stick. Unfortunately, yeah. but it was still you know, just an amazing shot. Yeah, 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 absolutely. It was an amazing shot for sure. Um, yeah, for sure. I mean, it, it was it was a it was a stinker of a game. You know, you lay a goose egg every now and then. 82 game season. Yeah, for sure. We're still first in the West. Yeah, um, in the Pacific, I should say. Sorry, not the West. In the Pacific yeah. Division, we're still first. Um, by a pretty big margin. Yeah, we're fine even if we lose next game. Like, you know, Minnie's yeah. a good team. We can lose next game. It's very possible. Um, yeah. You know, there's ebbs and flows. Yeah, Minnie's been pretty up and down uh, as well. So yeah. why don't we... What, actually, sorry. Why don't we take a break and then sure. uh, we'll come back and, and talk about that real quick. All right. Be right back. This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. This episode of Blasty's Corner is brought to you by DraftKings. Hoops fans, latest offer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, is too good to pass up. I'm talking between the legs, 360 windmill good. New customers can bet just $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your province yet, you can still take your shot at a big payday. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Basketball Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars of do in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet just $1 on any NBA team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. 
21 or older, minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gaming sources. Void where prohibited, minimum $5 deposit. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Now, back to the show. This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. All right, and welcome back to Blasty's Corner. So we were talking before the break about our next opponent, which is on Saturday uh, versus the Minnesota Wild, who have been up and down recently. They've kind of, uh, in the last three games, they've lost uh, two out of the last three. Um, they've been kind of up and down. They had a hot start, obviously, to their season. Um, actually, they've lost four of the last five. Uh, to really good teams, you know, Florida and well, actually they lost to Toronto, Toronto's Ottawa, Toronto. Sorry. Sorry. Florida and Toronto were the good teams, but mm-hmm. they lost to Ottawa and Winnipeg. Winnipeg's still a good team, but you know, they're scuffling this year. Yeah. Winnipeg, Winnipeg is a good team. Um, yeah. Just for some reason having a horrible year. Yeah. Yeah. We mentioned that last time, but yeah. So, Funny enough, they have a home and home against the Minnesota Wild. Uh, they have, yeah. So they come to Calgary on Saturday, and then we fly to Cal to Minnesota on Tuesday, and then we go back home against Montreal on Thursday. Like, what the fuck was that schedule? Why didn't we like? We're already on the road in Vancouver. Why do we not go to Minnesota first and then they come to like what? I and the NHL schedules struggle, struggle at times. It's it's so (laughs) frustrating. I don't, I don't know. They probably have like some sort of automatic uh system, and like I, 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 I'm curious how much they actually review individual teams' schedule because. I think it makes so much sense to have a change and do like kind of what baseball does. You know how they have like series. Yeah, that'd be so much more interesting. I think it would make hockey more interesting, actually. Like if you had like little mini series. Yeah. Um, throughout the season, even with like the Eastern teams, like you know, you kind of maybe adjust the games played against the Easter teams a little bit. Maybe you play three games against them or or more. But if you had like a little mini series, I think that would be way way better. I don't know. Maybe it's not practical with the travel and what and whatnot, but yeah, it makes no sense. Go to mini and then play two home games. Yeah, yeah, it, it happens everywhere. Yeah, those those uh, that series would be kind of fun um, to do. Uh, but I mean, I, it it could get a little boring, I suppose, because um, you're playing the same team, but at the same time, it's it's also kind of exciting. I, I, well, you have a chance to build up some, you know, hatred because you know, it's so fresh. That's why playoffs are so good. You're playing the same team, and yeah, intensity is ramped up. And then there's also memory. People remember things. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, if you if it's six months between games on uh, between the Eastern team or whatever, it's it's tough to build up that rivalry and and hatred and and that excitement. Um, but I mean, also baseball plays like three thousand games every every single year, so uh, they yeah, can exactly. have <laughs> series where the teams don't move. But there's that, so it might not be practical. But I, it's just kind of a that would be neat. But yeah, 
maybe not realistic. Oh, well. Okay, I've discovered why we can't play in Minnesota on the 26th. And it's because the XL Energy Center is hosting the Minnesota State High School League Girls Hockey State Tournament. So. Sure. (laughs) It's a good reason. Sure. I mean, it's pretty neat. You know, hockey's a pretty big thing in Minnesota. It is, yeah. It's yeah. a big thing there. So it's it's, like, it's uh, nice. Yeah. yeah, it's nice that they're letting the high school kids play on the on the you know on the ice that the big league team plays on. So that's a pretty neat experience for them. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah, we're playing Minnesota <laughs> home and home <laughs> series. All that to say. Um, and yeah, Minnesota is going to be tough. You know, they're, they're a really good team. Surprisingly, I, I wasn't expecting them to be this good. I mean, you know, I've throughout the years, I've kind of been shitting on Minnesota quite a bit because, uh, every year they just seem to be one of those middling teams, you know, they're just kind of in or out. Um, they remind me so much of Calgary of how they were when kind of at the tail end of the Iginla era. Yes, you were saying. Just, you know, kind of never going to make it out of the first round. Team, <laughs> but we'll always be in the playoffs. <laughs> it's a yeah. depressing place to be, <laughs> to be honest. It is. It is a very depressing place. Uh, but they have their own $9 million man in Kirill Kaprasov. So good. Who's, yeah, where did he come from? I mean, just all of a sudden. Some, some league from a country that I don't want to talk about. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, let's not. <laughs> Let's not get into that. Let's not. Uh, but uh, was he was he drafted by? No, I don't think so. How did they get him? I'm looking here. No, they drafted him. Did they draft him? Oh, okay. Yeah, in the fifth oh. round of 2015. Wow. So big sleeper, Kirill Kaprasov has been. Um, fifth round. And that's a good pickup. That's a really good pickup. That's like. Yeah, that's Manjapane pickup. I mean, better yeah. than Manjapane. Bender, yeah, better. Yeah. Uh, Zuccarello's having a great season. Joel Erickson Eck is having a good season. I mean, Kevin Fiala is having an amazing season. So, um, you know, all these guys who would be second or third liners on most other teams are just having a run. Yeah. Our buddy Cam Talbot's over there. Yeah. Making stops. Capo Kakinen's a very good backup and who could push to be a number one. Um, he will be, I think, so. eventually. Yeah. Alex Goligoski's still kicking, 36 years old. I mean, you know. This and team... they, they have a new new rookie sensation, Matt Boldy. Oh, yes, Boldy. So he's uh, slowed down a bit lately, last couple games. I know because I picked him up in all my fantasy leagues, but <laughs> I believe ahead of you. Somehow snagged him, but uh, yeah, he's 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 having a good season. They have a lot of good players. They're a scary team, to be honest. Yeah, they are scary. They're scuffling, like I mentioned uh, in their last five games. Uh, so hopefully, we can take advantage of that and uh, you know get back in the win column, get back on track. But what do you expect in, in this game? I mean, it's going to be pretty high-flying, I would say. Uh, pretty good pace. We're playing them twice in a row. so. Um, I think you know. I think the Flames are going to come out strong after losing in the way they did. Yeah. 
I think they're going to have a really good first period. I think they're going to control the pace of play. I don't know what the score will be. Um, sometimes, you know, when you play an old goalie, it can either be good or bad. <laughs> the goalie can <laughs> shut you out, play yeah. really, really well, which happens a lot, or, you know, go the other way like Markstrom against Maker. Or, you know. So, <laughs> yeah. but, I, but, I, but I feel... I feel good. Like I feel confident in the Flames' ability to, and the way they play, that they can control the game and against most teams that they play against. To be honest, I, I really like the style of play that Sutter's given them, and I think they have the right personnel to play that style of game. M- maybe we see a little bit of changing of the lines. You know, with the fully, there's been some stagnation, I guess. There. Yeah. I mean, Monaghan it's only been the... what three, four games. It's only been a handful of yeah. games. I think it's just Monahan. <laughs> I think he's a sink. I really do. I really yeah. do. It's it's uh, it's unfortunate. You know, I don't. I just don't think he has the what it takes anymore to 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 be a top tier player. So, but yeah, I I think they're going to come out strong. I think Mini's going to have. Good chances too, because they're a good team. I think they're going to try to play a high high pace game, and I think Calgary will try to play the Sutter style and and just control the puck, uh, work the puck down low, be physical, puck possession, shots on goal. I expect us to outshoot them, out hit them, and hopefully outscore them. That's what I think will happen. But it, I think it's going to be a close game. Yeah, yeah, I think it'll be a, a pretty tough game um as well i i, I think you're right i i think it's it's going to be a pretty daryl style type game and if we can get our second line backland coleman and manjapane to really focus on shutting down their top line with kaprizov on it i think we have a pretty good chance to win not to i mean you know not that the rest of their lines are you know it, not That's to say that one. we don't have to worry about the other lines, right? Because Kaprasov is, is yeah, you're right, the big one. Um, but, you know, they sneakily have Joel Eriksson Ek on their third line. Uh, Frederick Goudreau, their own Goudreau, is having a very good season this year as well. And, and he's playing with that rookie sensation, Matthew Boldy, and with Kevin Fiala as well. So, you know, all four of their lines, all three of their lines are are very, very good Um they have dangerous players on each one. So uh, very much like us built pretty much quite the same way. I mean, so uh, it's, it's going to be an interesting game to interesting series, should we say uh, to watch because we're, we're going to have two games against them back to back. So yeah, looking forward to that on hockey night in Canada and on the Tuesday there um, little minor, not minor, but, well, kind of minor. Uh, we've the, the Flames have hired Bob Murray, former Ducks oh, general manager, as great. a scout. Um, you know they've they've had ties. Daryl and Bob obviously have had ties for I mean their entire careers. They used to play with each other uh, in the NHL, and back in 2019, I believe it was uh, Bob actually brought. Daryl on as a special consultant to the coach or something. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So they've, they that. have a history. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was interesting. Um, 
so yeah, I mean, I, I don't really know how that's going to affect, but you know, obviously people look at how he left the ducks organization and may have some reservations about giving him an opportunity, but you know, obviously there were reports of him, um, mistreating employees and players and, you know, throwing temper tantrums. He's since registered for and gotten help with alcohol addictions. So, you know, it's, I, I think it's, you know, if he's sincere in wanting to get back, I think it's a good opportunity for him to get back. Um, so, yeah. Do you have any I, thoughts on, on the hire? Yeah. I, I genuinely think people should be given a second chance. Yeah. Um, you do have to show steps that you're well that of change, which you know, and I also think that Brad wouldn't hire a, a person like this, especially after the, the Bill Peters incident yeah. and the Bob yeah. Hartley situation. With what now, it's a little bit more under the radar, but with the rumors with how he treated his players, um, versus how he portrayed himself to treat his players <laughs> in yeah. the media, um. So I think Brad would have done his due diligence there, and hopefully Bob is better. I I, I hope he is better because substance abuse uh, is, is 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 a problem in the league for yes. a variety of different substances, and um, I'm sure a lot of people aren't happy about about the, the 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 hiring, especially probably within the hockey world and that in Anaheim. It was Anaheim, right? That he was with. Yes. That's, yes. Yeah. Organization. But I don't really know too much about about that history. Just like what I've briefly read um, mm -hmm. when he got hired. So, in a scouting position, I don't know if he's going to have any um, reportings. Like if there's anybody under him working for him, I think he'll just be part of it, that scouting team. So, you know, definitely a different position. Uh, so, I don't think he's going to have the capacity to have those behaviors. <laughs> in the same position that he would as a GM, yes. that makes sense. And yeah, that does make um, sense. I think like if he does do that, it's going to be a short, <laughs> short-lived <laughs> job for him in <laughs> this organization because uh, just with our history lately, I don't think it'll last very long, to be honest. But uh, if he's all better and he has worked on that problem, I think yeah, decent hire. I mean, he was a GM for the, the Ducks for a long time. He obviously has some hockey knowledge and. Uh, so it's a shame to let it go to waste because of other issues, you know, personal issues in his life. In my yeah. Opinion. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So we'll see what, uh, how that ends up going. I mean, you know, who knows, maybe he'll find a diamond in the rough for us. Um, and I mean, even if he finds us a Ricard Raquel, I mean, you know, I'm not attributing he... Ricard Raquel to him, but you know, do you know if he's like a, Pro scout, or is he like scouting younger players' prospects? Do you know? Oh, sure. I don't. I think he's a pro scout, actually, because he oh, was at the good. game we need better in pro San scouts. Jose. Huh? <laughs> we need better pro scouts, to be honest. Oh, well, good. Okay, yeah. Well, then, yeah. So, yeah. you know, he he was at the game in San Jose. Okay. Um, apparently. Okay. So, I think, yeah, I think he's... So, pro scouts, I guess, look for players to add to the pro team at the trade deadline, for example, or through trades. That's yeah. I believe that's, that's how that works. You know, they kind of get reviews and it feeds back to Brad. That's right. kind of how he gets his information. Um, I think 
<laughs> obviously our pro scouting has a bad track record lately for for pickups <laughs> so yeah we could go well this, i mean but that might depress uh, all of our listeners so. yeah yeah true <laughs> true we did get to foley though so you know that's that's to be determined a, how that turns out a <laughs> little bit of wind in the sails so we'll i, I think yeah <laughs> we'll see how that turns out you know i hope it doesn't bust i don't think it will i think i don't think it his, will I, he's got to get his feet wet that trade is yeah. always hard um yeah and but, the altitude actually that um that daryl mentioned as well is is something yeah, that yeah. Foley yeah. has to figure out obviously i mean you know he played in um some pretty low markets la for years vancouver montreal isn't that high up so you know i i never I never really considered that because we live in Calgary, like grew yep. up in Calgary rather. Yeah. I was like, oh, I don't really understand. You know, <laughs> what are you talking about? But apparently yeah. it's a real thing. People struggle with it when they go to Colorado, I think as well. Yes. Um, the altitude. Yes. So. It is. It's definitely, be- it's definitely harder. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. you know, it's, it's more difficult to breathe. So, and. I struggle know, breathing just. Bad, so. <laughs> well, yeah you know maybe it's time for you to move to vancouver that's right no don't actually do that everybody's going there so it's sad all their yeah, friends are moving yeah but anyway I'm you don't need to hear about that <laughs> hi austin thanks for listening um <laughs> i think this is where we'll uh maybe end the episode okay. so if you've got uh any reviews if you like the podcast please please absolutely share it with your friends your family bring your mom that'd be very much appreciated uh we love doing this it's just you know fun to talk hockey and if you want to get at us get at us at blasty's corner on twitter follow the hockey podcast network at hockey pod net for all the latest on all the other podcasts we have 32 podcasts uh or we have podcasts covering all 32 nhl teams um so if you're a fan of teams other than the calgary flames you can find uh you know your team there at the hockey podcast network so uh yeah get at us there and we will talk to you guys soon go flames go hopefully it's a quick turnaround in this series matchup against minnesota we will talk to you guys on probably sunday peace You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. New episodes every Monday and Thursday. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.